Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Stand by. There we go. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. I got a lot of news to get into here today. We are flooded with news going back to the last show that we did on Friday. Boys, a lot of stuff happened since Friday. We had Rampage. We had Dynamite. We had SmackDown. We had Charlotte and Becky having a kerfluffle. We had Charlotte being escorted out of the building by security. We had the WWE announcement of all of their pay-per-views coming up for this year, including, oh, what a shocker, Wile E. Coyote is at it again. They're going to be doing a pay-per-view, apparently on All Out Weekend. That should be a lot of fun. We have a Raw lineup for tonight. We've got WrestleMania notes. It's it's a two-day show again. Impact Wrestling ran a pay-per-view. We have a new Impact champion, and it is not Josh Alexander, even though he beat Christian Cage for the title. We've got Bloodsport. I watched the entire show. I can't even remember the last time I watched a UFC show. And if it was my opportunity to watch Bloodsport every Saturday instead of UFC, man, I'd be all over that. We could talk about that here today. And uh, we got... Okada, he's running around with the IWGP title. We could do reviews of SmackDown, Rampage, and Dynamite, as noted. Raw's tonight, Dynamite's on Wednesday. I don't even know where to begin, but I know where everybody wants me to begin. So I will start with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair when we come back from the break. Then we'll talk about all that other stuff. If you would like to contact us here today... There ain't going to be no time for phone calls, would be my guess. But you can send us text messages and emails. 425-780-7566 is the phone number for text messages. 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is the email. That's Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. At SemperVivi. Mike joins us after the break. A lot to get into. Back in a moment of Observer Live. The 
it's baseball season and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Looking at, looking at, looking at me. Look at that, look at how they're looking at me. Eyes all sticking like honey on bees. Yeah, look at that, uh, look at how uh. they're looking at me. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I suppose we've got to talk about Charlotte and Becky here, right? Because we haven't talked about it here on this show, even though there's mm-hmm. so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it quick. And uh, sometimes I preface these things by saying, you know, I'm going to talk slowly and clearly to make sure that everybody understands exactly. I don't even care anymore. There's always going to be a subset that's so dumb that they misinterpret and they hear whatever they want to hear. So if you want to do that, whatever, I don't care. i got better things to do. 
Here's the deal, everybody. If you didn't see what happened, they announced that they were going to be doing a title, a championship swap. Because Becky and Charlotte were the champions of their specific brands. They're switching brands. And they couldn't figure out anything to do. The only solution. We are stuck. This shoot draft and these shoot matches has screwed up everything. Now we are forced to do a championship swap. Which they did a year ago with the tag team titles. And made everybody involved look stupid. Made the titles look like props and jokes. But hey, we got to do it again with the women's titles. And of course, Becky and Charlotte and nobody thinks this is a good idea. And so they're upset about it and it ends up in the ring, live on television. And Charlotte is in the ring with Becky and Sonya Deville is there. And Charlotte is told, you've got to hand over your title. And she realizes how dumb this is and Becky realizes how dumb this is. So Charlotte kind of puts, but then she keeps it away, and they're playing a game of keep away, and Becky has to lunge for the belt, and then Charlotte drops it. And so Becky looks stupid. And so then Becky backs up, and now she's over it. And you could just see the look on her face. And you can hear what's going through her head. And then Charlotte is told by Sonya to pick the belt up. Sonya's furious, by the way. And Charlotte has to pick up the belt, and she gives the belt to Sonya. And then Becky wants to get the belt so that she can do her Becky two belts thing. But now Sonya's over and she's like, no, we're not doing this tonight. Just give me your belt. And so now Becky's mad and Becky throws the belt at Charlotte and it bonks off her and lands on the ground. And now Sonya's really upset and it's just a disaster on television. And of course, when the segment's over, Becky, she threw down her mic so hard and she got out of there. And then they go to the back and Charlotte goes to the back and... They're at Gorilla, right in front of Vince and Bruce Pritchard. They start screaming at each other. Becky's screaming at Charlotte, you made me look stupid. Charlotte says, I didn't mean to drop the belt. It was an accident. Everyone's angry at Charlotte. Charlotte's told, you've got to leave the building. You know, the stories are, she left the building, everybody. I was specifically told that she was escorted out by security. Other people are saying she was asked to leave the building. Whatever. She was asked to leave the building because she was unprofessional. And now we have to find out, well, where are they going to go with this? Because you know, and I know, that now they're going to try to turn this into an angle. They're going to try to turn this into some heat for the Survivor Series match. And, of course, it's going to, we'll see if Becky wants to go along with this because Becky was furious at Charlotte. Sonya Deville was furious at Charlotte. The only way this would have been better is if Charlotte would have tried something and Sonya would have just snapped. So I don't know if you know this about Sonya, but she was a she was an MMA fighter. So I think that that would have been the only way that any of this could have been more exciting on television. But here's what I want to say about this. I want to make this clear, even though I'm not going to say it slowly and clearly, because if you're too stupid to figure out what I'm talking about here, that's your problem, not mine. What Charlotte did was absolutely, completely unprofessional. To do that on television, to not hand over the title, to make her co-worker look stupid, absolutely, completely unprofessional. With that said, do you know why stuff like this gets on television? Do you know why championship swaps end up in the ring? Do you know why you see so much stupid booking on television? Because nobody stands up for themselves. I'm not saying that nobody argues about whether or not something is stupid or not, because you know what? 
There's been a lot of stupid stuff that's been ending up on television over the last, since uh, fall of 2018 was when I really saw everything go all to hell. There's been so much stuff, and I've seen one argument after another. Well, I shouldn't have seen it. I wasn't there. But I've been told about one argument after another. Talent thinks something is stupid. Let's do it this way. You know what happens? They're told no. Well, let's do it. No. Let's do it. No. Vince wants it this way, so this is the way you're going to do it. And they end up going out there and doing something stupid. Granted, all of this should have happened in the back. And somewhat to her credit, Charlotte made it very clear long before they went out on television that this is stupid, we shouldn't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Vince says go do it. Vince says go do it. Well, I'm not saying that what Charlotte did on television was right, okay? It was wrong. However, if you think I feel one shred of sympathy for Vince McMahon, one shred of sympathy for Bruce Pritchard, one shred of sympathy... For the people that are writing this stupid stuff that makes everybody look stupid. And finally, live on television, somebody flipped their lid. Should she have flipped her lid on live television? No. But you know what? She flipped her lid. Why? Because this has been building up for a long, long time. And every time we see something stupid on television... Oh, this would have never happened. Where are the guys like Austin and Shawn Michaels? Which, by the way, Shawn Michaels was very, very unprofessional as well. I'm not saying that he should have done this unprofessional stuff that he did. But you know what? There was a time when people stood up for some really stupid stuff. And you know what? Sometimes they convinced Vince to not do this really stupid stuff. Well, now he lives in an echo chamber. Now he lives in this, this gilded palace with a bunch of old folks they're all in his ear telling him how great all of his ideas are, and now the show sucks. I'm not saying that what she did was right, but you know what? We do need more people standing up for this stupid stuff and getting this stuff off television! A championship swap? It was stupid! And I, man, going into this, I was just, oh man, what a stupid idea. And you know what? On my, on my timeline... So many people had 85,000 better ideas for how they could have handled this championship situation, but they went with the dumbest possible solution, and they paid for it. And I laughed. Was she right? Of course not. Should it have happened on live television? Of course not. But did I laugh when it finally did? Yes. It's about time. So anyway, now... Now the fun backstage is going to be how they spin this situation. And first off, what they're going to do is they're going to try to turn this into some sort of storyline for Survivor Series. And then they're going to try to convince the stupid people in their audience that it was all by design from day one. Because that's what they do. But you know what? It wasn't by design. What happened, happened. Now they're going to try to, to save their asses. Good luck! I can't wait to see it. And boy, Becky, I hope she stands up for herself. We'll see how it goes. That's my speech. And you didn't even know about Charlotte Flair's mom standing up for her on the timeline. Her mother. Today. Her mom. Yeah. Anything else? Who's going to stand up for her next? Bischoff? 
Well, you know what we haven't had yet? We haven't had any subliminals sent out by Seth Rollins. That would be the logical next step, right? Because Andrade already came out and said, F WWE on Saturday. You've now got Charlotte Flair's mom in the mix. I'm sure Charlotte will have an issue with something that's reported about her because that tends to be the case. So the only thing we need now is something from the Lynch side from either new mom or a subliminal sent out or just something flat out said by Seth Rollins. That's the only way we can make this thing complete. Well, anyway, that was the uh, highlights of the SmackDown show. And uh, wait a second, time out. That's not true. Well, it wasn't because, the highlights. Yeah, it, it was my highlight. The only other thing they have going on is Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, which is great. But it's like you know, it's sad when the only other thing they have going on is now this real life thing that they can't even pay off until Survivor Series if they wanted to do that. Well, we'll find out what happens, what follow-up there is tonight, because we're on the build now to Survivor Series, and Raw tonight has their big season premiere, because we were on the off-season, if you weren't paying attention for the last several months. The season premiere is tonight, and we are celebrating the season premiere of Monday Night Raw, with a first-time-ever match featuring AJ Styles and Omos against RK-Bro. I can't wait for that one. Never seen it. More news after the break. Observer Live. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. 
Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You all right? I'm hoping everything's all right with Dom. Seems a little shook up, doesn't he? He is screaming into the thing that we were live. <laughs> Hopefully there's not a problem over there. The winds are really bad down in San Francisco, too. How are they up your way? Uh, there's no wind whatsoever right now. Ah. Much ado about nothing. You survived the bomb cyclone. Well, there was a bomb cyclone yesterday, but it was supposed to continue today, but then it didn't. And so I'm not gonna, I'm not complaining about it. So don't bring it up, dude. Maybe I should take Seattle and New Orleans uh, over the limit tonight. I was really going to go under there with the bad weather, but that's a different show. All right, what else have we got here today? There's a lot to talk about. WWE has released their entire pay-per-view schedule for next year, including dates and locations. Can't wait to plan ahead. Yes, if you were looking forward to meeting me over WrestleMania weekend, I'm sorry I'm not going. Two-day event, not happening. Huh. Yep, April 2nd and 3rd, AT&T Stadium get, in Dallas, Texas. There you is, got your last ones. There is no chance that you're getting me into that stadium two days in a row. Zilch, zero. Will you go to any? If it's at Safeco Park, will you go? Two days, no! So even if it was in your hometown, you are just two days. You may have gone to your last big events yep, because... Yep. Survivor Series, at some point, they're all going to be two days. No, they won't. They won't. It's no, the big four, you don't think the tent poles will be? No. They've already expanded. They're going to run a tent pole in Seattle anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, but they could do the Royal Rumble for two days. No, I don't think it's going to happen, dude. I don't know. No. Look, man, they've already it done it. It doesn't two. matter anyway. If they can figure out a way to flex revenue, they're doing it. This is beside the point. The point is, we got January 1st, day one, at the State Farm Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. Royal Rumble at the Dome in America's Center in St. Louis, Missouri. February is TBA. Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd, will be at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. We have got May 8th, the pay-per-view at the Dunkin' Donuts Center, Providence, Rhode Island. June 5, there will be a pay-per-view at the Allstate Arena in Chicago, Illinois. July 2nd, Money in the Bank at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. July 3rd, SummerSlam at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. Saturday, September 3rd, it says, or Sunday, September 4th, pay-per-view at TBD location. So they're going to find out when and where AW is running all out, and Wiley Coyote is booking a pay-per-view for that weekend. October will be TBA, and November 26th, will be Survivor Series at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. No March, August, or December dates on the calendar. So, yes, SummerSlam is at the end of July coming up next year. 
and fans can register for their pre-sales now. So hop on, everybody. Get those tickets now. Well, on paper, which that's all this is right now, no March pay-per-view makes me very, very happy. Now, let's see. I don't care when they run the February pay-per-view. It's a short month anyway. doesn't really matter. I don't care. What matters is they're not going to do anything between then and WrestleMania to put in any more pay-per-views or do anything else, especially when you have expanded it out to two days. And there is going to be, I'm sure, you know, NXT and everything else, specials all week long. Good. Just get rid of that pay-per-view. It's worthless anyway. You can load up Peacock with a bunch of old WrestleMania footage, documentaries, all that other nonsense that they don't really push anyway. Let that be on there. I'm fine with that. By the way, uh, coming up in an hour and a half, only for our video.f4w1line.com subscribers, it'll be myself and Filthy Tom Lawler, live at 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. And today on the show, I'm going to talk about the SmackDown show from Friday, which actually was a very good show. And honestly, when you think about it, as ridiculous as the main event segment was, it probably was their inadvertent best angle in years to make people interested in seeing a wrestling match. But we'll talk about that, and I have not watched New Japan Strong, nor will I have time to, it's looking like. But I did watch the entire Bloodsport 7 show, which took place in L.A. this weekend. It's up on Fight TV. It's like $13. So you have virtually no excuse if you like this style of wrestling to not get this show. And there's 11 matches. I watched the show in 75 minutes. If you only watch the matches, you can get through the show in 75 minutes. And this show was awesome! We'll talk about all of the matches with Tom. But I made the realization, literally about three matches in, that Bloodsport is so much better than modern-day UFC that it's not even funny. And if you like UFC, that's fine. Like, I don't care. You can watch whatever you want. But to me, I would much rather watch a blood sports show every Saturday night than the prelims and the main card of 9 out of 10 UFC shows. Because do you know what Bloodsport is? Bloodsport is if you take a UFC show, you take out everything about it that is boring, you put in everything about it that is exciting, and you put in everything in it that you would see very rarely that the place would go crazy for on a UFC show. There's no... Five minutes of two dudes standing there having a point karate fight. Oh, there were three punches thrown by this guy and seven by the other guy. And none were significant. Five minutes of that. There's no there's no bad referee's decision because there are no decisions. There is grappling, there is violence, and there are finishes in every single match. And every now and then you'll see some crazy throw. Every now and then, out of the middle of nowhere, you'll see a drop kick and the place will go crazy. You'll see this crazy spot that you'll see like once every three years in a UFC, but you'll see it once on a, on a uh, blood sports show. I just thought this show was great. So if you've not seen it, go watch it now. I wish yeah. I could. Yes? Oh, I was going to say, GCW's been on a roll here. This is one of their shows. Josh Barnett uh, has been doing it. Matt Riddle did the first one, and, you know, it's... This, if you wanted to pick up on anything right now, the two shows from this weekend would be perfect. War Ready for GCW, which I know you haven't seen yet. And then this one, because this was by far, in my opinion, the best Bloodsport show yet. And 
There are matchups that make sense. They opened with Yoya and Starboy Charlie, who are matched up perfectly, and they move on. They, it, it, Eric Hammer and Bad Dude Tito, uh, J.R. Kratos and Calvin Tankman. I mean, it's the matchups they come up with that are, it takes, I guess, we're old, so we remember UWFI in rings in the beginnings of Pride, and you see where Josh Barnett has that inspiration, and you can see where, look, if if Hustle didn't exist and the people that wanted Pride to do a pro wrestling organization, a lot of them wanted what exactly what this is. You know what I mean? Right down to, you know, guys throwing the Mark Coleman Takata suplex, which, again, because it's not done in every match, makes it special and there's just so much of a mix of everything it was phenomenal and filthy tom obviously we're 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 biased towards him because you know he's a friend but he's also the perfect person to do this and he and alex coughlin coughlin had i thought the match of the night and i thought the story that was told in that the again the moves you'll have to see it but I don't know about you, but I, that was probably my favorite one of the night by far. I thought Davey Richards and Uemura was great for a different reason because I thought it really showed off Uemura. But uh, what, did, what did you think? Well, as I look at this uh, this show here, I mean, I guess I could I could argue that Lawler and Coughlin was the best match of the night, but I just loved every match. There was no match on this show that I didn't think was was awesome for what it was. I will say that uh, the greatest spot on this show was in the Tom Lawler-Alex Coughlin match. And that was a, a literally, I mean, you know when you do the uh, one-arm gotch lift when the guy's going for the arm bar or whatever? Alex Coughlin, not only did he do the, and they call it the one-arm gotch lift because the guy's hanging on your arm, but usually in that one-arm gotch lift, you're actually using two arms to do the lift because you're lifting and you're using the other arm to help. This bloke did a shoot, okay? And yes, I'm saying it's a shoot because Tom had no way to help him whatsoever. He did a shoot, one arm, one, the other arm was nowhere near the other arm, it's not a magic trick, a shoot, one arm gotch lift. It was the craziest thing I ever saw. It was unbelievable. But we'll talk about that later with Tom. I did not see any of the uh, Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory show, at least not yet. I will try to watch it. But the big news coming out of this show was they did a 20-wrestler intergender call-your-shot gauntlet match. It was won by Moose. This led to the main event where Josh Alexander was facing Christian Cage for the Impact title, and Josh Alexander beat him with an ankle lock to become the champion. His family hit the ring, they're celebrating, and then Moose's music hit. And he cashed in his call the shot, and he hit Josh Alexander with a spear, and he pinned him in seven seconds. Moose is your new Impact Champion. Huge fan of Moose. Easy feud now with Josh Alexander chasing Moose to win the title back. Alexander getting the rug pulled out from under him. Christian's lost the title. He's gone. Everything made sense. So that was the big story coming out of the show. Bah. And tonight, well, we can talk about it after the break, but tonight at the tapings, Josh Alexander will also be rewarded with a match with Minoru Suzuki. That's awesome. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Listen, maybe the Josh Alexander Moose thing will be a huge bust. Maybe it'll work. I don't know. But you're supposed to be angry that he won the title and it got stolen out from underneath him. That's the whole point of the chase here. So we'll see what happens. You didn't like it, I hear. No. 
I don't know if it's really going to make anybody angry or whether it, it led to... Well, you should read the chat then. It seemed like a collective eye roll for <laughs> on Saturday night. And look, I I just think now was the time for Josh Alexander. And I don't know. I assume he's resigned. I know they were trying to resign him. If And again, I don't know his contract status if he's not. You know, then, hey, I, I would go with this move, too. You know, you can use him once in a while or whatever. That That's cool. But I know they wanted to keep him, and it makes sense to keep him because he's great at what he does. And, you know, him holding on to the title for a little bit and having Moose take it in some sort of nefarious way and then doing this chase I thought would have been a nice way to go, you know. But they got the instant heat with the family out there. Moose gets the win, and I understand you're, you're going to be upset. There's going to be people, too, by the way, that just they either – they really like or they dislike Moose, and that's just going to be how that goes. And that's going to be the other thing, was now the time to do that with everything going on with Tessa Blanchard and WoW, with how some people look at Moose. Is it Was now the time to do that, especially when you had Alexander right there? I don't know. I guess, you know, the public's going to dictate that. What is cool, though, it does open up him, Josh Alexander, to win the Jim Lynham for AEW, have another match with Fred Yehi, which, again, for Alexander's style and for what was on display this weekend with Bloodsport, I mean, you know, that style of wrestling is, you know, fantastic. So, you know, if he shines there, if he, you know, again, there's a lot of things I'd like to see Josh Alexander do. So we'll see how this goes. But I, I don't know if it's going to be really anything that helps impact. It doesn't seem like really anything gets impact buzzing right now, but we'll see. In a post G1 Climax 31 press conference, Okada declared his intention to bring back the IWGP Heavyweight Championship as a symbol of his tournament win. Hall of Famer. Today at Power Struggle, Road to Power Struggle, he did just that. God bless. He came out with the V4 IWGP Heavyweight title a title that was retired earlier this year after it was unified with the IWGP Intercontinental title, and the World Heavyweight title was created. Normally, the G1 winner carries a briefcase with a contract inside guaranteeing a title match at Wrestle Kingdom. At the press conference, he lobbied to be allowed to carry the belt rather than the case. Then they let him. Since the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship's inception, Okada has made clear that he is not a fan of the title, in an interview on NJPW World in June, he called the title, quote, a mistake and referred to the run of illness and injuries that have befallen the company this year, the IWGP curse. The gods hate this belt. He won the G1 Climax after Kota Bushi suffered a shoulder injury, and he will defend his Wrestle Kingdom title shot against Tamatanga at NJPW Power Struggle on November 6th. We'll find out if Tamatanga will be going to the Tokyo Dome instead. He will be going to the Tokyo Dome. But I don't Most think of... as the as the actually he might because you know they got two nights. Anybody no, stop it? Good challenge for that title. Where's Captain New Japan? Where's he been? <laughs> That's who you're missing right now. Yeah, well, you know, is Captain New Japan. <laughs> it's I like mean, it's like missing the Makai Club. There's two nights. <laughs> it's another. Th there's three. Look, man, there's two at the Tokyo Dome, but who knows what the this revamped, you know, New Year's Dash show is going to be. Obviously, it's going to be a lot bigger and a lot dashier and more amped up, whatever they decide to do. So, in reality, you could have three, and right now in the title picture, when you look at it, you're going to have the match with Zack Sabre Jr. coming up, but you have Tamatanga with, a, you know, a tie into Okada and all this other stuff going on. So, it's an exciting title picture, and, you know... 
a lot of people thought Okada was going to win the G1, and if Ibushi's year hadn't gone the way that it had, was this a story that they had planned on telling? I don't know, but I will say this. To me, if they didn't plan on telling this story, it's a nice bit of uh, good luck falling into your lap because the faster you get rid of the goofiness of the, the new title and just go back to the IWGP championship, I think the happier we will all be. But it's going to be hard to believe Will Ospreay is not going to be playing a role in one of those two nights regardless of what happens in the lead-up to the Dome show. Dude, I think all of these shows should just have all of these different random belts on the line. We'll have the IWGP World Heavyweight title on the line. We'll have Okada's V4 version on the line. We'll have we'll have Osprey defending his interim title or whatever he's calling the thing, and we'll just unify them all into a new belt with a new lineage. That'll new, solve this problem. The new Super J Cup. Now, by the way, to all you nerds on the on the chat here, there's a lot. There are not three nights of the Tokyo Dome. There's two, two nights in the Tokyo Dome and one night in the Tokyo Dome City Hall. Speak slower. For okay. It. So listen to me. I once wrestled. In the Tacoma Dome Exhibition Hall, okay? That's part of the Tacoma Dome, but it's not in the actual Tacoma Dome. The so if, if you'd like, if you want to say it's three nights in the Tokyo Dome, I'll be happy to talk about the time that I worked the Tacoma Dome. Hey, it's like guys back in the Oh, you don't want to put me over? Oh, but you want to talk about how these three nights in the, in the Tokyo Dome? It's not. It's like guys who sold out the, the, the Norfolk Scope. Well, you know, I sold that out. Well, what dimension did they have set up? There's several buildings inside of a building there, so, you know. This person Brian can't take It's not critic. It's not not taking criticism. <laughs> I'm telling you facts, and you're trying to change the facts. It's not three nights in the Dome. It's two nights in the Dome and one night in the Dome City Hall, okay? Yes. That's a different building. Oh, I can't take, oh, I hate being criticized when you're wrong and I'm right. Should I go through some of these emails? Sure. Let's see what some of these peanut brains have to say. Here are some Ruby Soho statistics, this person says. So far in AEW, she's had five matches, totaling 43 minutes, an average time of 8 minutes and 37 seconds. This has been over a one-and-a-half-month period. Her last five matches in WWE totaled 17 minutes and 23 seconds, an average time of 3 minutes and 36 seconds, and that was over a 10-month period. So you're telling me she made the right call? What was that? What was that supposed to prove? They're pointing that these these WWE women's matches are getting no time and no respect. Oh, no kidding. Which was made abundantly clear in the Queen's Crown Tournament. You had to give Brian math for that? Ironically, this person says, I believe it was the fall of 2018 where they tried to turn Becky heel against Charlotte, but the fans rejected it because it made absolutely no sense. Yep. That was where this all started. That was where this all started. I don't know what happened to Vince around that time, but that is when he completely went off the cliff in terms Brian, of his booking. No. No. This don't has argue been this coming one with me. for so long though. 2018. This has been an atrophy for Fall. so long. But remember when we would do reviews of pay-per-views and it's like why are they doing what TNA's doing? They're they're booking themselves into corners. They're doing this, they're doing that and it's all of this is just it yes, in some ways it's gotten worse because he's gotten older and it's just gotten more 
clamp down with them, you know, stuck in their little rut. But like, as far as like the wheels on this have been just going for so long. And that's when like the real diehards and you, when people reach out and they snap back at something we say or something that's said, and you know, you don't know this or there's this and then they start making excuses. It's like, all you're doing is making excuses. Like, and you could point to something and, you know, pulling AEW up. Well, what about this? No, it's not about that. It's about you. And that's the problem is taking the eye off the ball and, and losing, you know, sight of what actually matters. And unfortunately, or fortunately for the viewer, when things do hit, when they do do an entire 60 minute segment that revolves around Brock Lesnar, they do a whole, you know, mini series, they do a whole TV show inside of a show, and it hits like that. It's great. But the problem is, it hits like that so rarely, and look how long we took to get to Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, where Roman Reigns is where he's at. Be everything else be damned, and you look at what's happened since everything else be damned. What happens when Brock Lesnar can't come back anymore? What happens when John Cena can't come back anymore? And how often do they come back? Randy Orton's never gone away, so how is he going to be able to come back? It's like they're running out of the, the same old options that they had, and these mini-movies that they want to do, who is going to be the next Roman Reigns? They get no one ready. It's just... It's sad, and it's been coming for so long. I mean, yeah, maybe it's worse now. It's more visual now, and everybody knows about it more now. But this has been coming for so long, it's pathetic. Brian, is it true that to save money, USA is taking the ring out and filming the show on Vag Von Wagner's forehead? Oh, come on. <laughs> That's not... Don't send me messages like that. That's uh, horrible. Are you dressing up as uh, Von that Wagner for Halloween horrible. to scare the kids? Mike, please. Or says Matt Cardona was booked strong in the Impact Gauntlet, making it to the final two with Moose. Possible he could be in the title picture as well. Well, we'll find out because they're doing tapings. So we shall see where they're going. Charlotte Flair wasn't right to act the way she did in ring, but by God, she was justified, this person said. I don't know if justified is exactly the word that I would well. use, but I mean, I listen, her and Becky and every woman in this company... And all of the men who, you know, they're going to have to switch their belts at some point. They were all justified in thinking this was a stupid idea. Because it always is. If Tony Khan can ever get Charlotte in AEW, how, how do you suppose that that would work out? Well, listen. Here's the thing with Charlotte Flair. You, you know where goes, uh, ah, uh, bias. Bias and, and et cetera, et cetera. It is actually impossible to be unbiased about Charlotte without people getting really mad because they're so biased towards Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to feel some kind of way about Charlotte. Here's Porter's the thing. Saying. Here's the thing with Charlotte, okay? Some of you aren't going to want to hear this. I don't right. care. I'm telling you the facts. Charlotte is a very, very good worker, and she is a big-time women's star, okay? Now... If I were Tony Khan and she was fired, would I bring her an AEW? Well, you know, I don't know. And I'm going to tell you why. On the surface, the answer should be an obvious no. Because of all of these problems, remember Naya, that situation with Naya. Now you've got this situation with Becky Lynch. I mean, this seems like, why in the world would you bring something like this into your locker room? Okay? Well, you know what's funny about that? Not to this exact same degree. But do you know who else was like, uh, the word unprofessional is, is not right. 
He, okay, I'll put it this way. John Moxley was not unprofessional before he left WWE. But do you know what I heard from people backstage about John Moxley before he left WWE? Oh, this guy, all he does is complain. He hates everything. He doesn't want to do anything. He just can't get... It's all I heard. And you take him out of WWE and you put him in AEW, and lo and behold, guess what? It's actually a guy that likes wrestling and is a great wrestler and is going to go in there and he's going to work with everybody and he's going to do business. What a shocker. Because sometimes, sometimes when there are big problems... I'm not saying this is the entire reason for Charlotte's problems, but sometimes it is a toxic work environment, and some people are unable to to like keep their keep their sanity in a toxic working environment. So no, I don't know if I would hire her if I was Tony Khan, but I also wouldn't just go. Oh, there's absolutely no way ever. I don't know. Maybe she'd know be great there. She may be. I don't know about that comparison. I think because of the style, uh, because of who she is, I think you do take that chance as long as it's not something crazy she got fired for. Uh, but, you know, again, the situation with Moxley was a lot different, although, yeah, I mean, the environment's got something to do with it. But, you know, who you are and, and how you see yourself, you know. Okay, that, Mike, here's a better one. It's a slippery slope. CM Punk walked out of WWE because he didn't like the plans for him for WrestleMania. What did yeah. we hear about what a horrible, terrible person, unprofessional? Yeah, but, but what did a lot of us think about all that stuff when it was said about Moxley and Punk? You know what I mean? There's there's a balance to everything there and, you know, obstreperous people sometimes aren't uh, shown in the best light by their employers. Back in a moment, Observer Live. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the 
best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800 685 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also from WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, Brian, it sounds like Charlotte has been frustrated for quite some time. I would be, too, if I was told I had to wrestle a superhero, feud with a doll, have terrible dialogue, and exchange belts just based on the color of your TV brand. Well, that's what you signed up for. That's what you re-signed for. So that's how that goes sometimes, even if you think you're above it or they told you that that wasn't going to happen to you. It's been happening to you from the time that they got there. And I can understand Charlotte wanting to rebel and be upset with storylines. Look what they had her do when they brought up her brother's name. So, yeah, it sucks. But that's what you got to do when you're there. And it's very simple. As soon as you can, get out. You know, do what you can to protect yourself. But then... Like a Moxley, get out. But understand that John Moxley loved wrestling. John Moxley had a better, I don't want to say, look, I'm not going to talk about how, I don't know how Charlotte is in the locker room with all of her friends, but I know what John Moxley meant to a lot of the people, and I see what he means to, um, to the people on the independent scene in the AEW locker room and other places that he goes. So, yeah, there's Charlotte Flair can be a big star outside WWE because she's Charlotte Flair. But does she want it that bad? Does she, is that what she wants to do? Uh, you know, we'll have to see. But you know what? If you resign again and you want to bitch and moan about it, that's going to be on you. All right. If you want the SmackDown Rampage and Dynamite reports, WrestlingObserver.com, the Brian Vinny and Craig show last night reviewed both of those. Actually, we reviewed uh, Rampage and Dynamite. And in an hour, video.f4wonline.com for our top-tier YouTube subscribers. Tom and I will review the full SmackDown show. And there was some good stuff on SmackDown. Don't get me wrong, especially the opening segment. We'll talk about that and also the Bloodsport show. Lots of great stuff. WrestlingObserver.com for all of your audio needs. Video.f4wonline.com for all of your video needs. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, Twitch homies, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.